Welcome to another edition of the Dementia Care Partner Talk Show. Now, here's dementia care expert Tifa Snow and your host, Greg Phelps. Hello and welcome to the Dementia Care Partners podcast. I'm your host, Greg Phelps, along with Tifa Snow. And Tifa, um, did I see something a while ago, an email or was it on the website or something? You were talking about see the person first. Now, what does that mean? Of course, I'm going to see the person. You've you've always got some hidden meaning in there. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's not. It, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not the thing of it at all. You know, it's what it is. It is what are where the thing is of about it. You know what I'm talking about. The whatchamacallit. Um, haven't got a clue. Haven't got so, a clue. What did you notice first, Matt? I'm going to bet. What did you notice first, Greg? Me as a human being or my changing language skills, my changing... Oh, reaction. the language skills. Yeah, definitely. Because, you know, in a, in a program where we talk and then you go sideways, mm-hmm. causes mild panic. Yeah. So did you go, Tipa, hey, it's Greg. Or did you go... <laughs> what is she doing? Well, any and all, all of my skills went out the window, as you just saw. Yeah. And so when I say see the person first, it's like, well, I'm still Tifa, but you, and I'm trying to connect and communicate, but boy, did you notice a difference. And so that ability to take that noticing, wow, that's different and recognize, okay, so what part of Tifa is still present? What can I do to see Tifa as Tifa? If I use what I have, can I support Tipa and figure out how much she has to offer in this relationship versus just see her dementia, just see her change, just see her disability, inability um, for losses? I mean, if all we see is what's lost, then we're focusing on the dementia versus that human being that's right there. So could we break this down into two parts? Like if I'm your care partner, I'm going with you on the journey. Mm-hmm. If I'm coming to visit, mm-hmm. we'll we'll come back and talk about that one because mm-hmm. that's a whole different skill set or the, somebody might need some advice. So the first one, I, I need to learn some skills to go on this journey with you. How do I do that? Well, it's by first of all, recognizing there's some core skills that we we need to really get good at, which is observation and then preparation we got to prepare for this interaction with tipa now we didn't used to have to prepare for an interaction because we could just we do tipa and we could just do the interaction but once i started to experience brain change what you always have to assess in the moment is where am i with my brain change tipa's there but what will we see when we start an interaction and so we call it positive physical approach. We use a set series of maneuvers and even the words, the positive personal connector and positive action starter. We have like a set of skills that we encourage people to use and, and then see what you figure out about my abilities because it's still me. And, and one of the things we tell people to always start with is start with a first name, the given name, the preferred name that somebody likes. And so for you, instead of, even though you might be my husband or you might be my employer rather than Mr. Phelps or sweetheart, or you know who I am, I might start with Greg, it's Tipa. Hey. So you originally were talking um, about visual verbal touch with tie, Mm. which ties in with all of this. Because I've seen Tifa in action before, and she starts long before the first word ever comes out of her mouth. 
Yeah, so I'm watching you visually. I'm listening to you vocalize or verbally. And then I'm watching what you're touching and what you're doing and what you're not touching and not doing. So first of all, it starts with me observing you as a human being and noticing what you're doing. And then I will approach so that you hopefully can notice me. And if you're looking around and you pick up on me, I try to get in your field of vision. If you're busy looking at something, then I'll go, not, not, because that's an old familiar thing. It means, do I have permission to enter? And when I do that, I'm now watching to see, do you look up? Do you make eye contact? Do you notice me? How long does it take? Because what that tells me is how I'm going to modulate myself, what I'm going to do next. So it's a step-by-step, step. and you're right, there's visual, there's verbal or vocal, and then there's touch and movement. But you got to give me permission. And so that's the seeking and getting of permission to connect up with you and then see what's possible. Now, can this get quite tiring? Because every interaction I have with you, do I have to do the same thing? Do I have to stop and look at Tifa mm -hmm. and sort of make a quick visual and, and uh, you know, before I move in and start doing something to you? So what I'm hearing you say is if it's if, if, you, if you have to think about all that stuff, if you have to work through that every single time, then yes, it's going to be extremely tiring and exhausting because you're having to use your thinking brain to do it. After the years I've spent, see, this isn't a thought process anymore. It's it's basically a Sarah Beller process. And we we talked a little bit about the cerebrum, which is the thinking brain and the neocortex, and the cerebellum, which is your automatic rhythm, sort of do it by by the way you know how to do it without thinking. I use my cerebellum a lot in this interaction. So for me, it's just like breathing. I mean, I, I it's not work. But for somebody who's first learning it, it is hard work. <laughs> and the harder, it's harder when I've known you as the person before. It's so hard to let go of who you were to see the possibilities of what we have in front of us. So that idea of person first, you may need to take me in small doses because if you try to do too much for too long, my dementia will overwhelm you because it keeps shifting. I mean, it's like being in a sandy beach and there's the tide coming in and out and it, the tide comes and it goes, but every wave is like a different experience. And so if it feels that way, it will wear you out. And I don't think we give enough credit to that. And knowing that 70 to 80% of all care is delivered by family and then it's by frontline staff who may have little to no training specifically in how to do this. No wonder we have so many problems, frankly. Oh, you just hit me on a real sensitive spot, that no training. Some facilities are so desperate for care staff. I get that. But they're taking people in with no training. And, and I, I, I'm at a loss for words on that because these are our loved ones. You know, our, our puppies get better care than that in a lot of cases. Well, we have more requirements for people who care for our animals and people who do our nails and do our hair than we do for people who are doing intimate care for people living in in care facilities that are special care. And it's like, so what is what do you call that? You know, when it's, you know, we we are concerned about the opportunities for neglect and abuse, not by virtue of wanting to do that, but by being unaware and un not knowledgeable and, and seeing only the dementia and believing there's nothing to be done, um, that things happen. And they're happening 
even more than they used to these days, I think is what's concerning because we have so many new people trying to fill the void and with too little time and too little training and too little experience. Speaking of knowledge, how do we get that knowledge out there? There's only one team. You have a team around you, but how do we get that knowledge out there? Like we almost need the good old fashioned revival meetings. We do almost in some ways, but what I'd say is how are we starting our interaction? Visually observing, verbally listening, and maybe watching what people are doing. So at least starting with some videos of people who know what they're doing and maybe at least watching the interaction, see what happens. And so we have these short, tiny little clips that we have on our website that allow people to see some things, hear some things, recognize, and then maybe look at those and go, oh, and then maybe check in with, I don't know how to do that. How could I do that? And check out the possibility of champion courses or consult or, or perhaps talking to a facility and saying, you know, maybe we could make arrangements to do something because if we don't change something, nothing changes in a positive direction in my experience. Pipa, thank you very much. Thanks, Greg. You've been listening to the Dementia Care Partners podcast brought to you by Positive Approach to Care. For more information, pipasnow.com.